Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends, and happy Friday. Yesterday, we saw that the unbelievable becomes believable with our awesome God. God set Peter free from prison, and now we are going to see what happens next, as well as two ways that we can respond to good things happening in our lives. So let's dive in today. We are in Acts chapter 12, verse 12, and I am reading from the ESV. When he, Peter, realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. And what did he realize? He said, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod. And so now that he has realized it's real life, he was just rescued from prison miraculously. He is going to the house of Mary, the mother of John Mark. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. Recognizing Peter's voice in her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and reported that Peter was standing at the gate. And they said to her, you're out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. And they kept saying, it is his angel. But Peter continued to knock. And when they opened, they saw him and were amazed. I love this part of the story. When Rhoda goes and she's so excited, she doesn't even think about letting him in or she forgets about letting him in and she just runs back to tell other people how excited she is. That is such a picture of pure joy. And no one was believing her, thinking she was a little bit crazy, knowing full well that Peter was in prison that he was in chains, that he was being watched by guards. They thought he was crazy, but Peter kept knocking. And when they opened the door, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hands to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. So Peter here, he doesn't take any credit. He tells them how the Lord, by his power, by his strength, He did the unbelievable. It wasn't Peter's work, but the Lord's. And he said, tell these things to James and to the brothers. Then he departed and went to another place. Now when day came, there was no little disturbance among the soldiers over what had become of Peter. And after Herod searched for him and did not find him, he examined the sentries and ordered that they should be put to death. Then he went down from Judea to Caesarea and spent time there. Now Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, and they came to him with one accord, and having persuaded Blastus, the king's chamberlain, they asked for peace, because their country depended on the king's country for food. So here we are seeing Tyre and Sidon, 
two cities from a region that was close to Israel. And they are coming to Herod. This is, again, Herod Agrippa I. And they're coming to him and persuading him for peace. Because Tyre and Sidon depended on Herod and his country for food, for supplies. On an appointed day, Herod put on his royal robes, took his seat upon the throne, and delivered an oration to them. And the people were shouting, The voice of a god and not of a man. Immediately an angel of the Lord struck him down, because he did not give God the glory. And he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. So in contrast to Peter saying, the Lord did this. Herod takes this new peace. And when people say it's like he is a God, he takes that praise. He pridefully accepts all of the glory himself rather than sending that glory up to God. And we see the dire consequences. Because he did not give God the glory, he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. This same Herod, who the Lord and Peter were able to outwit, when God opened up locked doors, when God broke the chains, when God was able to sneak Peter out past the guards, that was all God's power. And it shows that he is greater than Herod. And we ourselves, as we go through our lives, we have the same option. To be like Peter and to give God the glory when successes happen in our life, when positive things happen, with growth. Or we can pridefully take all the glory for ourselves. And don't get me wrong, I am not saying that if you ever take pride and take glory for yourself, I, I don't believe God's just going to strike you down like he struck down Herod. But we clearly see the different options here, glorifying God or glorifying ourselves. And as believers, it is always better not to glorify ourselves, but to glorify God. But remember that even when we do glorify God, when we have faith in Christ, we are already saved. And so glorifying God doesn't change our status. We are still just as forgiven as we were before. We are just as loved. But out of our love, we choose to glorify God. And wrapping up today, it says, But the word of the Lord increased and multiplied. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had completed their service, bringing with them John, whose other name was Mark. The word of God increased and multiplied. Remember to glorify our unbelievable God, and I will see you tomorrow morning. Thanks for tuning in today. For more information, visit hesedheart.com.